All right. Okay. Want to do a show? Yeah, let's do a show. We're going to do a show. All right. It's showtime. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Did you notice behind you? Do you know whose sword that is? Sword of Hans? Nope. Welcome to Hollywood Anonymous. I am Brian Irwin. I'm John Huck, trying to figure out whose sword this is. Take a look at it. Grab it. Grab it. Touch it. Feel it. Move it around. Oh, I know. I yes, yes. When, uh, when our oh uh, well, I can read the handle. Oh, is it actually on there? Yeah, it says Masters of the Universe. Okay, all right. I wouldn't have known this was He Man's sword. Uh, it looks closer to Shira's. <laughs> <laughs> I got clarification on that, Mike thing. Black. You just wait your turn. I made sure when I bought it that I double-checked the actual writing on the box because they they're, were selling both. It's sad that I'm aware that there's a better version of that sort out there. <laughs> That's fun, Well, right? of course there is. Yeah, and of course, uh, my kids, yeah. we got it home, and they're like, there's a dent on the top. I'm like, guys, <laughs> guys, it's it's the cheesy Halloween. I would have done the exact same thing. <laughs> well, but I, I had no choice. At the time... The, that costume. Every time you've bought me a sword, I nitpick <laughs> about this <laughs> candle doesn't feel right. <laughs> I so we went we went Halloween we went Halloween shopping right, mm-hmm. and so you know all these temporary Halloween shops pop up all over. Sure. This is our this is our Halloween episode, isn't it? I guess it would be in theory. Yeah, let's call this a Halloween episode. Sure. Yeah, because this will come out. Uh, yeah, this is our Halloween episode. Well, it was wise of us to all wear costumes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 Bring your uh, mic up uh. a little bit, Mike. Mike, okay. move your mic up, Mike. Mike it's Mike. okay if you make the noises because John does it. The whole show this is about how this is how i do it <laughs> good impression that's me that's me throughout an entire podcast so i go is that michael st- winslow doing an impression <laughs> yes, of you yes he just <laughs> came in to do that <laughs> um uh mike black is here hello mike black hi, hi everyone. mike black has joined us so hello, so, america uh, so we go to the halloween shop and the kids are are, are seven and ten and of course, they immediately go to the section where everything has blood and guts and like axes out of the head. Yeah, it's yes. Halloween, dude. I know, but you're supposed to try it. to What do you want to dress to like puppies? Semi- Here's the thing. So you, at school, they're they're in elementary school. You, you, <laughs> yeah. at, the, at the Halloween parade, you can't go with like, a baby falling like out of your stomach. You know. Well, that's what's with, wrong with, with America's school your, system. Your kids are ready to go in guar costumes. Yes, yeah, they're totally they're like, fine with it. But I will yeah. tell you, they, and it's not because they watch these things, because they can't. They say they want to watch them. You give them 10 right. seconds of anything. They're, they're like, no, we're done. They're we're checking out. out. Yeah. Okay, they're already yeah. checked out. So it's not like we're, we, we sit down and watch stuff. So we go, we're wandering around, and I have, we were getting ready to leave. Yeah. And I had bought a bear mask that you can talk with, yeah. which is awesome. <laughs> I saw that the, the jaw day. moves, so you, it hooks to your jaw, and oh, so you nice. can actually talk as okay. a bear. Love that. But as I'm going, as I'm leaving, I look over and I see a He-Man costume, and I'm like, I'm looking at it, and I'm yeah. looking at it, and I'm looking at the price. And it's and the He-Man costume on anyone is hilarious too. So it's, I'm like, well, I, gotta I mean, get not. It. I mean, to your def- in your defense, Brian, you have kind of like a He-Man body. <laughs> That's true. Hairless, yeah, that just super defined, <laughs> ripped. Ah, the page pack. boy haircut you got the, <laughs> that goes with it. You got that thing down the side that only fucking weightlifters those have. Are, yeah. those, those are my man breasts. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> underneath my arms. Perfect. Those are my man breasts. They have. But yeah, you're right. The He-Man costume does look ridiculous on anyone that's not Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. So it's like, you're kind of... Yeah, and you, you, again, you can find that also on the interwebs. I actually, um, but it's a very a confident, ridiculous. It's like yeah, it's, Superman's cape, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, once you put it on, I mean, anything's possible, yeah. right? Well, I, yes, saw the, I, mean, I saw the picture yeah. of you and your kid, and he was wearing the bear mask, yeah. and you were like, <laughs> dressed as He Man, and I was like, I have yet to see this. <laughs> I guess. It's a very, be a bizarre Halloween of the Irwin household. Well, costumes are big in our house, and Mike knows this because years ago, Elliot, yeah. uh, my youngest Elliot, had a uh, he was big into Ghostbusters, so we had a Ghostbusters party. <laughs> Mike was like Ghostbusters party. I think 
think you ended up at this one. Were you at that <laughs> yeah. one? No, I was at the one where we were making capes. I was no, at that the one, next okay, that one. would have been that one. So we had the ghost. So Mike brings all these these Ghostbusters toys for LA, which yeah, is awesome. Yeah, I'm a huge so, action figure collector. So he brings and I was like, these... I have Ghostbusters surplus I can bring over. Oh, stuff that you didn't want anymore. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. gave, gave Elliot a bunch of really cool Ghostbusters toys, so that was awesome. It was a oh, wow. moment he never forgot. But it was, yeah, so we had this Ghostbusters theme, and Elliot ran around with a, everybody had Ghostbusters. My mm-hmm. dad had a had a, a Venkman uh, costume on. Like Everybody was kind of dressed <laughs> like it. And, and he was going through this phase where he had to wear these really weird... Uh, little girl, fake green. Your dad or Elliot? No, my dad. My dad. My dad. Yes, these glasses. You know, kids go face where they just do weird yeah, things. Yes, and he would dude. not take these glasses off. So he loved them. Uh, yes, and it so just, they were just green. They glasses? were like a lime green little girl's real glasses. So we were. It was oh. hard to get him to take. We we're like, dude, you can't keep those on. Because they will wreck your eyes. Like oh, they, they were, were prescriptions. Yeah, they're real. Oh, okay, I have no. Somebody I was like, "What's the thought, problem?" I thought you were yeah. like, "You'll turn gay if you keep wearing. <laughs> you'll have gay eyes." No, they were. Son, real I'm glasses. not raising a bohemian. <laughs> <laughs> Take them off, hippie. Those and his clogs. But they, you know, he. Um, He's a yodeler. Yeah. Um, I was just talking to somebody about that the other day. That there was a, fa- a very short period of time where where my, when my sisters were growing up, wooden clogs. Like the, the the pointy wooden clogs were oh. like a phase, like really yeah. kind of like what what are the ones the Crocs now? But like yes. you know, but oh, it yeah. lasted way but longer, less comfortable. I, yes, and I had a theater teacher who wore wooden clogs <laughs> every day. He was a musical theater teacher. How distracting! Yeah. A musical theater. Yeah, Vance Fulkerson. Click, click, click. Well, and first of all, did you say Vance Fulkerson? Yeah, that was his name. An uh, amazing name. He had three toupees. One was. Like fresh, like I just got my hair cut. Another one was like, it's, it's getting, getting a, a little, little shaggy. shaggy. And yeah, like, and the other was just right. right. And uh, they <laughs> caught him Oh no! eventually. Oh, here's why we're yeah. talking about him. He was, uh, he would tell like people that he did private lessons for that they had to go to his bathroom and sing while peeing. Somehow it freed the voice. Someone found that a little bit sketchy. Sure. And, found and a so, yeah, they found a camera. And uh. so he's he's incarcerated at the, at, at the moment. <laughs> really? With, yeah. with or without the three levels of wigging? <laughs> you know, I don't know. He's like, just give me the shaggy look. He had to trade quite a bit of hobo wine to get <laughs> just just one of his wigs through. My you nephew, know. I remember the first, I used to joke about my nephew and the fact that the first time he went to prison, he found Jesus. And then uh. the second time he went to prison, he found a way to make uh, alcohol out of... <laughs> Out of toilet oranges. water, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like you know, he learned that what you can cook on a light bulb, right. how you make alcohol in a toilet. And I was like, oh, whatever happened to that Jesus thing? You got the first round, apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. J Dog's not for everybody, is what I'm saying. Uh, J Dog, oh Jesus, I think he meant jail. <laughs> Jail's not for everybody. No, no. Yeah. Well, Jesus, in America, it's for most people. It's for a lot. Jesus of people. can get you through so much of jail. Yes. <laughs> alcohol gets you through the rest. Yeah. Through the rest. Exactly. yeah, I would, I would be a toilet wine master if I was in prison. John, uh, favorite all-time Halloween costume you ever had on? Like your favorite? The favorite thing that most my most favorite thing that I ever wore. I, it's very recent, but as a kid, I mean, I got to go like me and my brother went as Laurel and Hardy. We thought that was awesome because we love Laurel and Hardy. Um, but I got to say that the best-looking Halloween costume I ever wore was last year. I went as Teen Wolf and Nicole. Oh, nice! And Nicole went as Styles. And we went, we did the prom. She dressed the styles at the prom, and I dressed, I, I bought the white suit. She bought a wig for that the top, is fantastic. a wig for the bottom that she then cut, 
and she glued some of the pe- like she did. I was so skeptical. She was like, <clears throat> Teen Wolf and Styles. I go, what a great costume. Let's do it. And she goes, you want to be the basketball Teen Wolf? I go, no, it's too much hair. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I go, I'll be, I can wear the wolf gloves. I can get the, I'll buy the $200 white suit, right? And Because I can wear that again. Yeah. <laughs> sure. When? I don't know. And then she took there care There will be of, a brisk. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't you fret. <laughs> and then she did this thing with the wigs. And I'm, up until she was done, I was sweating it like, this is going to look like <laughs> shit, but I got, she's my girlfriend. I made an ass of I, myself. <laughs> I got to be cool about it. So no matter how it looks, I got to be into it. And then when the picture, I'll show you the picture afterwards, Mike, but it, we look like Teen Wolf and Styles at the fucking prom. That is fantastic. It great. But then Weren't the you whole thing you, got Did you pulled. car surf on the way there? I wanted to. <laughs> but then the whole thing got <laughs> was just, our, our, we were riding so high on how great these costumes are. <laughs> we go to this party in Santa Monica. We walk in and the lady runs up. She goes, okay, you guys are going to be here for a while. You guys got great costumes. We want to put you on the list for costume of the night. you know? Yeah. And we're like, yeah, yeah. Walk past this lady, two young like 20 something girls walk up to me and they're like, What are you supposed to be like, Harry or something? <laughs> and I was like, Harry or uh, something. I go, uh, Teen Wolf. And they're like, The MTV show? And I was like, I turned to Nicole. I'm like, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to fucking kill myself. I'm the oldest man here yeah. and everyone has no idea what I am. Tweens like, have ruined everything oh, once again. And then it <laughs> rained. It rained a ton, but then I took, I took some Molly and then everything got all right. Yeah, right. And then you ended up at Taco Bell. Can, does, is it easy to eat Taco Bell mm. with Teen Wolf costume on? No, probably not. I did not eat any Taco Bell. How much Teen Bell? Wolf hair did you eat that night? Not oh. so much. Okay. I, I, dude, it really, that costume held up and it looked really really good i've seen the photos i yeah. agree and again so that people don't think that this does not exist it exists online on oh, yeah. your facebook page oh yeah you can find that picture just google john huck teen wolf oh okay i'm sorry i don't yeah. know if that'll come it up because of that high <laughs> in the picture google of me searches. watching tv what'll be scary is if it does come up <laughs> that would be crazy because they are a lot of you know you google teen wolf costumes and a lot of pictures of other just random idiots yeah it's like good oh, this is johnny fucking dick bag at a party this is an actual teen dressed as a wolf <laughs> kind of lame yeah yeah so I, I mean i think people should see that costume because i give full credit to nicole she did a really amazing job that sounds great i gotta see that picture yeah 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 but it yeah. was good it's good what was yours what, what well would you first say? i want to talk about like you know how you said your halloween came to a screeching halt yeah that yeah my friend Brass, you know Brass, mm-hmm. she went to some Halloween party and everyone's having a great time. They're all like having fun. And someone notices the guy dressed as a cop has the most authentic costume ever. He's a cop. He's a fucking <laughs> cop. The party just came to a fucking screeching halt. Yeah. Can we say fucking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, uh, say whatever yeah. you want. And, uh, but yeah, I was thinking about that and I was like, what was his rationale going out like that night? Like, well, I oh, guess wait. I'm going to oh, save wait. money. Was, he wasn't there to no, bust the party. No, he was an actual cop. But he but wasn't he... there to bust the party. He was there to party. Yeah, he was there to party. So he's like, I'll just wear my cop outfit to the party because yeah, I'm save a lazy money. asshole. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And it's like, did did he expect a hero's welcome? Yeah. What did he think was going to happen? Thank you, sir. It's, You're here to protect us. How come us? every party I've done this at shuts down Why immediately? It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> you know? But uh, my favorite costume was third grade, I believe third grade. I know it was elementary school, and I dressed as Howard the Duck. Oh. <laughs> and <laughs> I homemade? thought it was going to be awesome. It was after the movie came out. So what this is homemade? Homemade. Okay. My mom made a really cool duck head. She basically took the Donald Duck costume. And then altered and, it. Yeah, and altered it. And uh, like I found army pants and stuff to make it look like it looked in the movie. And it looked really good to me. 
And other kids just kept saying, you're Donald Duck. And I was like, no, Howard <laughs> why are you so stupid? And like the only person who got it was the vice principal. And I decided, <laughs> was I was like, he's stoner. the coolest guy <laughs> like, And then he said, yeah. Spielberg movie, Howard the Duck. <laughs> yeah. And, right. and he looked at me and he was like, are you? Are you Howard the Duck? Like he could barely contain himself, and I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "That's that's great. Good for you, <laughs> yeah. son. Good for you." Do you have any adult ones that you really liked, or maybe, oh. or, or was was an epic fail that you were like, I, "This is my great one," or this is the one where everybody was totally digging her? Or are you not there, a big adult dresser? I I would like to be. I've I've gotten too fat basically for most of the costumes that I would like to wear. Like I can't be any of the Star Wars characters. I'd have to be the Death Star now, you know. <laughs> but like, you know how for a long time I was wearing like the Mike Black shirt, yes. where it would it was my face yes. on my shirt. One year I did Zombie Mike Black on the shirt, and then my normal face was normal. And I thought it was fun and great, and other people got real disturbed by it. <laughs> they, they were like, "I don't, I don't like that shirt at all." Oh, because the face was all yeah, because I was all dead. And, but I was like looking. I had it where I was like looking up at them, and so it was real. It gave off a real creepy <laughs> vibe. And like, I was like, "Someone take my, a picture with me." And they're like, "No, nah. no, I don't like that." You weirded us out, dude. Yeah, weirded us out. It was out. like way too Halloweeny for Halloween. <laughs> so what? too real, man. Yeah. Too real, man. Like that's the house outside that school. I don't know what town it is, but the, the people are getting pissed. These grade schoolers have to walk right by this house every day, and they have like, they, I saw some of the pictures online. They got like. Dead mannequin babies with knives in their throats, and like oh, shit. they got people like look like they're wrapped in plastic oh, upside down. That. Like oh. it's fucking crazy looking, and the parents are like, oh, my kid shit in his pants every day. Uh, he's six. Can we maybe tone this down a little? That's hilarious. Well, I like funny. that you said people are getting pissed, and I want that to be a news section now on the evening news. What, what, like pe- the new people, people are getting, are getting pissed. pissed, and here's what they're getting pissed yeah. about tonight. Yeah. That's funny. Tonight, I'm, people are getting pissed. Halloween. Have we gone too far? Murdering animals in our front yards. <laughs> Psychos have a house on the edge of town that kids have to it's ride. It's the last by. house on the left before the school. Um, and I will say this: I remember being in third grade, and I dressed as a I dressed as a female cheerleader. So I had balloons as tits, you know, and I had a wig on. So again, Teen Wolf. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so Teen Wolf. But I remember that being like I remember getting. Serious laughs with that costume. Like, so you're going for the laughs. And I, yeah, and I was like, huh, all right, yeah, all right, okay. Aha. This is good stuff. Something's yeah. happening into the vein A little there. bit, I think. Because I really, that's very vivid when I was like, because I was like, oh, I'll probably win the costume contest because everyone fucking thinks this is hilarious. And then I realized at the end of that that I would rather be hilarious than win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, fuck it. The winner got no laughs. Who's this guy? I had I remember like one year I dressed as Michael Keaton's Batman for like this was freshman year of high school and people liked the costume but they didn't like do much about it. The next year just for fun I dressed as Beetlejuice but with like the spikes all over I had like yeah. these big foam spikes all over and girls were coming up and hugging me and, and like <laughs> letting me touch them and stuff. And I was like, this costume is so much better. Yeah. I was like, I have to find more interactive be, costumes I like this. You need to be Beetlejuice every year. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's and they awesome. didn't mind that you were saying scuzzy stuff to them because it's, it's in character. Yeah. I'm in character. character, honey. Straight up in character. Have you always been a you're big Halloween fan? Yeah, it's my favorite holiday person. Yeah, yeah, right? Uh, like, uh, all the other ones are for family, but I'm very selfish, and I just, I like the idea of just, 
a thing where people can dress however they want and have fun. Yeah. Well, it's shifted. It's 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 the it's the only now non-denominational holiday that unless yeah, unless Satanists unless unless right. unless <laughs> fear is offends you. There's pretty much nothing. So every I mean we've noticed yeah. even with the kids, every everything shifts to that now because you can't. You're not allowed to celebrate anything at school That's anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, can't so but, but Halloween you can't. So now the kids are naturally gravitating towards it. If you've yeah. noticed, it's become huge at like Target and all those places. Like it's massive. It has taken over as much time as as selling that Christmas and, stuff, like free candy yeah. at every house. You get something. It, what what is it in yeah. a kid's mind? You get to dress up. Yeah. You get to go out and you get free stuff. Like that's all that matters. And to then them. in the adult mind, you get to dress up and go get fucking hammered yeah. and yeah. have a great. And night. if you're single, you try to have. It's like yeah. and every, there's a better the- chance you can have sex because it's not really you. Yes, right. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, right. a big part of the adult lifestyle. I'm Michael and like, Keaton's Batman. If you go on pants. the like, <laughs> <laughs> if you go on like Santa Monica Boulevard and see the big parade, the parade. yeah, there are so many. Uh, it's like the hottest women in Los Angeles. Dude. Call their hot friends from all over the world yeah. to come here yeah. and dress in the craziest thing they can. Here's the imagine. model brigade from Sweden yeah. in Berlin. Oh yeah, and they're just like, I'm, I'm a slutty, whatever it is. And I'm like, I like it. Yeah, you're doing great. <laughs> Good stuff. You're doing. I don't the even Lord's know work. what you are, but doesn't I want matter. Ten pictures of Cause it. Because I, you know, like, <laughs> I came as a guy on mushrooms, and all I can do is stare at you. Mike just runs around. Oh, it's Beetlejuice in high school. Can I touch you? <laughs> yeah. I don't have the costume right now, but it, worked. it was Let's in high say school. Pervy things. You'd be surprised how that line works. Oh, on, Beetlejuice on in high school. <laughs> I uh, I remember. Do when you I was wait? A- do you guys do the bucket? At, like when you're not going to be home, do you leave like a bucket? Of we candy? tried that. We tried that in, uh, here, and I told my wife here. to not do it nah. because uh-huh. I knew me when I was a kid. Done. Right. And I'm First like, guy we can put the yeah. And of course, Fucking, you get back. You know what I did? I did it like. I, and I live in downtown Koreatown, and I was sure that that was going to happen. I was like, the first kid here is just going to take. Is everything. it a house? You off the street? Uh, I'm in an apartment, but there's. They, I'm on the ground floor, they and trick or treat like, people the, okay. trick or treat through there. And I put up a sign that said, <laughs> "Happy Halloween! Don't be a dick. Just take one." And that was all I put on the sign. And I thought I'm going to get in trouble for the sign later right. or something like that. I come home at like three in the morning. There's four pieces left. So people wow. being a and dick. I was like. This is great. Holy and so God. I did it like two more Halloweens and it worked two more Halloweens. Then the next one, I was going to go out. And so I'd put my basket out and everything. And then I hurt my back. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to stay in. And so I was in and I heard kids going by all night doing it right. Then I heard it like thump. And I was like, motherfucker. And so I like go out to the door and I go, hey. <laughs> and some kid's like, oh. and I'm like, <laughs> I said, did you just dump all the candy in your basket? He was like, and I was like, put it back. <laughs> so he came back and like emptied it out. And he was like, a lot of this is my candy. I was like, well, keep your candy. You should have taken You robbed him of I his really candy. Put I really should have. Put it all back. I like, what are those, peanut butter cups? More Tell of those. What. Yeah, more of those. I was really all you tempted was, to do all that. All was fun-sized Snickers. I see you got a jumbo Three Musketeers <laughs> yeah. in there. That's hilarious. We, uh, what do you got in your wallet? Put it in the... <laughs> yeah, more candy. Go get your friend's candy. Bring it over here. Last year, we came home. <laughs> and the candy was empty, and there was a right. note left that said, it was, "And it was like, it was like, we're, we're, you're going to pay for this. We're coming back." And uh, and it, and it <laughs> freaked out my family, and, and so oh like all God. night I had to stay by the picture window, you know, like crazy dad with a golf club going, yeah. "Come on back, you punks!" I swear to you, you threaten my family on Halloween, you pieces of shit! I'll fucking crush your skulls! Like, all night I was up. I was like, "How dare you!" 
scare my children you're on Halloween. Candy to stay awake. I you're get, like, oh, I'll kill you. I, I will guarantee kill you. the author was eleven. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was <laughs> like, like this will probably scare the crap out of him. <laughs> And, and yeah. you know he he was like coming by with a TP roll and and he sees you in the, the window, window. He's, he's like, like oh okay oh never mind then <laughs> that guy's yeah. a fucking lunatic <laughs> I I, I kind of am and I also eat all my kids candy they don't get most of it so <laughs> ah, that's good for your kids though that's yeah. why you'll have diabetes and yeah. your kids won't. yeah diabetes diabetes my my favorite uh, um, costume growing up in hindsight but not <laughs> at the time I wanted to be uh, um. I think I wanted to be Batman or something like that. And my parents were like, we're not buying any more of those cheesy, crappy, disposable, like... Yeah, the mask. Right. What we, Shit. as kids, thought were fucking cool as hell, which yeah. was basically a hefty garbage bag with a Batman logo on it for your for your outfit. <laughs> right. And then a piece of broken the plastic, plastic mask. that was going to yeah. break 10 Jagged. <laughs> I forget the name of the guy, but it was all one yeah. guy. Yes. And I and I always had an image of him just making them in his apartment. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> just throwing them in a box and sending them it's out. It's just so bad. So my dad, who is an artist... He, out of a paper bag and paper mache, and he painted, he, he designed me uh, a Frankenstein head. Wow. And nice. turned it into one. And then he, <laughs> then he went to our, we had a dog, a very shaggy dog. He brushed the dog, and he took all the dog hair, and he stuck it to my hand so that I had hairy hands. Right, and I was the whole night. I was like, yeah. "This is you know, as a kid, not saying it, but I was like, this is bullshit, yeah. fucking homemade, fucking Halloween shit, all <laughs> ghetto and poor, blah blah blah." Like, complained about it. Years later, I look at that picture of my brother and I with our homemade stuff, and, and I was like, like, "We are awesome!" Oh my god, my dad crushed it, and I yeah. had no you idea. Made little awesome costume, being a douchebag yeah. about the whole thing. <laughs> my mom made me and my brother Batman and Robin costumes when we were little, and. People, I still, my, my sister-in-law had them made into coasters. Yeah. I like, took the pictures and had them made into coasters. And that's still, people are like, holy shit, these are great. And and uh, it's like Adam West Batman. This yeah. is, well, I was little, this was before fucking, well, we're all kind of the same. Right. But this was one of the, when you'd watch like Batman and Robin and, as a show. Yeah. And uh, reruns, I guess. Sure. Yeah, I, it was I wasn't, reruns, I wasn't yeah. watching TV in the 60s. <laughs> you weren't uh, a time traveling child. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> Um, but yeah, when we those costumes, and I, I remember liking them as a kid because I was I didn't know any better. I, I came from a, in a small town, like everyone kind of had shitty costumes. It wasn't right, like yeah. there was one guy like yeah, I was lording it over mar- everyone. Market cornered, I'm awesome. <laughs> we all just were at the mercy of whatever our parents wanted to put together. Yeah. And my mom took the time to fucking actually make. Halloween costumes that were were pretty pretty cool. So I was lucky too. My mom could sew, and so yeah. it was like I had a like about the same as you. I had like a Superman costume nice. that was like the Christopher Reeve type yeah. Superman, and I loved that thing. And I was like, I gotta find a way to wear this just when, not on when Halloween. I'm not on, yeah, <laughs> when it's not Halloween. Like, but I was a weird kid in that way. Like I remember my parents reminding me of this. I must have blacked it out, but <laughs> yeah. they were like. Uh, you know, in preschool, you wore a Dracula cape for a number of days, and like demand- you would cry if we tried to take it off you. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, now I remember now that." It's coming <laughs> like, you know, I, I remember because it was like one of those plastic, like with the collar. Yes. It wasn't made out of cloth or anything like that, so it was hot. Yeah, and I remember. Was, I was like, and it made noise. And, and I remember like, like getting gravel on it and being bummed out about it. And I was like, nah. It's You're, funny you, ruining my cape. It's <laughs> funny you would bring that up because they reminded me when, when Tanner, my oldest, was uh-huh. going to preschool. Yeah. He refused to take a Batman mask off. Yeah. And I thought the preschool was going to be like, all right, you know, bye, parent, bye. And as soon as the I leave, they're like, take it off, punk. They get the mask off, right? <laughs> sure. 
Because there's that weird thing of like, well, you know, if, if you're doing that, it can, all the other kids are going to want to do it. It's just going to disrupt the class. Right. But the preschool instead let him do it because they knew that he was working through stuff and it was, yeah. he felt yeah. safe about being Batman in the mask. Yep. By the end of the week, all the boys in the class had convinced their parents to go out and buy Batman masks. So the whole class... <laughs> Of boys was now wearing Batman, Batman. masks at school for about a week until it started getting too hot and the sweat of the plastic mask <laughs> was just starting to drive all the kids crazy. And then they finally, you know, would take them off. Yeah. But I always, I thought that was like the coolest that is, thing. That's that, really that great. Very cool. Actually, because you forget about a kid's <laughs> mind and how they yeah. think, right? And that's, that's very... how they handled it with me. They were like, they were very hippie. Like I remember, like what, like. <laughs> One of the ladies who ran the daycare was named Dawn, and the other was named Joy. Mm-hmm. So that kind of yeah. gives you an idea. Yeah. It's just their yeah. whole attitude towards yeah. their, They're like, you wear whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, I'll be laying <laughs> in the grass outside. Yeah. Come get me when you want to have lunch. <laughs> I just took a bunch of you know, Montana sunshine, so <laughs> yeah. whatever whatever you want to do just is great. feel it, okay? Yeah. Just feel it. Positivity. <laughs> no, that's awesome. But I, that that is, you know, that's, hey, that's like, uh, not as dramatic, but it's like people shaving their heads for someone... Who has cancer? You know, right, I was right. going through yeah. the thing. It's just showing a little bit of uh, unity, solidarity. Just kind of rolling with it. Yeah, no, it's Okay, great. was there a thing you guys wanted to dress as for Halloween, but you knew you couldn't, like... There, Pull it off? Yeah, there's no way to... Bigfoot. Bigfoot. I tried to be Bigfoot, one. and <laughs> yeah. I spent the whole night telling people, no, I, I'm, I'm Bigfoot. What did they think you were? They had no fucking idea. They thought I was wearing a. They thought I was wearing a gorilla outfit without the gorilla mask. Sure. Oh. So the whole night, I was like, no, 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 this is, this is Bigfoot. This is Bigfoot. That's a good explanation. And I feel yeah. pretty proud of like my creation, but I have no like skill in that area. Yeah. So yeah. I look at the pictures now, and it does look like I just removed a gorilla mask from around my face. And so it just looked like me with a lot of extra Hulk hair on my head, wearing a gorilla. Like basically, should have gone back to your dad. He could have shaved the yeah. dog again. <laughs> Put more hair on his face. <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah, I tried, though. I really wanted to be Bigfoot. You know what? I wanted to be badly, but I was like, no one's making this costume ever. And and I to this day, Haven't seen I don't, I've never seen one, and I don't think I ever will, except in the movie uh, Swamp Thing. I really wanted a Swamp oh, yeah. Thing costume they never, badly, and they've, I've they, never seen one ever. I bet they made an adult version of that like back in the day. Or, I don't think they Or have. maybe they did. Did they even make adult costumes back in the day? I don't think it's as big as it to. is. Yeah. Because yeah. now it's, the whole catalog is like adult outfits, and they also, yes, we also make them for kids. Like, the closest they had was like underoos. There was, yeah. You could get like adult swamp? size underoos. Could and you I really? And I don't think you could get Swamp Thing ones. Oh, man. <laughs> I think that was sending the wrong message yes. from yeah. underoos. Yes, Swamp <laughs> Thing. It's what I call my dick. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Dad's weird. You, but So you, you said, and I, I knew this, but because you yeah. said it when you were talking, you were from Montana? No, no, no. I, I said Montana sunshine. sunshine. So I was talking just, about like acid sorry. or making well, up but some you're from, No, Colorado. You're from Colorado. Colorado. I'm sorry. Yeah. Where in Colorado did, were you from? Uh, Aurora. Aurora. Ah. Mm-hmm. The Aurora Borealis came from there. No, they didn't. <laughs> no. There's an Aurora, Illinois, too. <clears throat> there now, is. is that the Aurora that had some bad things happen, Aurora? Yes. A okay. uh, guy shot up Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Luckily, all the kids were gone, but he... This is previous to the other one. Yeah. This was when I was in high school. A uh, guy... Shot up Chuck E. Cheese because they fired him. And one of my buddies was uh, Chucky at Chuck E. Cheese, and he had called in sick that day. Nope. Now, if you're going to go in and murder everyone at Chuck E. Cheese, the first one you're getting first to go is Chuck Mouse. Yeah. Yeah. So that guy changed his whole <clears throat> perspective on life after that. And was Did like, he kill the guy who was playing Chuck E. Cheese? No, there, nobody the guy was... called in sick. So they didn't right. have Chucky that day. Yeah, they didn't have <clears throat> Chucky that day, so he lived through it. 
four people died. Uh, one guy got shot in the jaw and lived, and uh, the guy is still currently in prison. And then later there was the... Was it the movie theater? Yeah, the, okay. at the Dark Knight thing. And I... It was the midnight showing of The Dark Knight Rises, and I found out about it getting a text from some of my friends in Colorado as I was leaving the midnight showing here. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like... Did you have friends that had gone to the movie that night or no? Uh, no, they were okay, just good. like telling me that they were okay because they knew that like... You would assume I would be they wondering. were... Yeah. yeah. And... Um, in fact, my mom is a like late night bingo player, and she was like, "I almost went." <laughs> she was just because, like, yeah. She was like, "Bingo was over," and I knew there was something to Jesus. do. And so, and they like held everyone afterwards to talk to him at my high school. So it was it was a very surreal thing to to hear about. Uh, and and that's that rare for it to like, happen more yeah. than once. Of mass shootings to happen more than once in the same city is very rare. Correct. Yeah, and and they were separated by uh, nearly two decades, I think. But yeah. you know, uh, they the town has since been nicknamed Saudi Aurora because uh, a lot of gun stuff has been happening there lately and uh, gang related sort of stuff. So what kind of so what kind of place was it when you were growing up? When I was growing up, it was very suburban. Okay. And, you know, it was like, where is it? It was the big to suburb Denver. to Denver. Okay, okay. And it was right next to it. They, at that time they were calling it the tail that wags the dog. Cause it was bigger than Denver. Technically. Okay. And it's where the Denver airport is. Okay. And, you know, it was like great uh, schools, uh, very uh, a lot of land in between stuff. But you know, like Target, Walmart, Applebee's, all the like stuff you would expect in a suburban environment. <clears throat> and now it's all of that, plus like a little bit of old Detroit from RoboCop. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if you threw a so, layer of that on top yeah, of it, so yeah. that didn't you know? exist when you were growing up. That right. part of it, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, it was like I, there were kids who tried to be thuggish and stuff like that, but, but it was like nobody had yeah. any guns or anything like that. You yeah. know, the closest we had was shoplifting. That was like a big deal if you were a shoplifter, and there were like stuff that bled out of Aurora. Like there was a big like uh, neo-Nazi movement going on in Aurora, mm. and we're like, and this is allegedly the. <laughs> Grand, I think it was the Grand Cyclops of the Ku Klux Klan. Puba, yeah, whatever the whatever the head honcho is, yeah. <clears throat> owned a Boston market, and so of course <laughs> you weren't did. supposed to eat there. And uh, that was the way of protesting. But, yeah, yeah, don't eat Boston market. Don't eat, don't eat, don't eat them, by a Nazi. But I, but I love chicken. Yeah, it was Boston chicken back uh. then. But yeah, and, and they were like, no, don't don't eat there. That the white supremacists own that place and so it was like oh okay and that was as bad as and got. first of all do you even know if that was true or is i have it, no idea right oh, okay. so that could just no be a idea. business owner and they're like yeah that guy's the leader of the clan don't eat well them. if he was don't eat I, his chicken i can easily enough. see the that. colonel thinking that's a good idea yeah. let's just spread yeah. the yes. rumor yeah, yeah. yeah right everyone thinks i'm racist i'm gonna spread let's this make stuff it around let's you know make it ham and did you so did you leave right out of high school and went and and and, and to go to college and never go back were you uh, uh, no i i didn't like hate the town or anything like that i i liked it there but i always knew i wanted to come either to la or new york you did okay you so know? when did you get when did first, the bug first hit you for stand-up specifically oh, or did you well for just entertainment, entertainment really right. uh but i did community theater since i was like seven okay and i there was a place called the aurora fox theater which was like this old bomb shelter that got converted into a theater wow 
And I did the Wizard of Oz there, and I was one of the trees. Nice. <laughs> and, you know, and it was, I had it. so much fun. <clears throat> yeah. And just kept going back. And then in high school, I got into theater, and then I studied theater at the University of Northern Colorado and just kept doing it. And then I realized all I had left was academia courses and I that I'd kind of con- – turned it into a conservatory. Like yeah. I just took all the theater stuff and I was like, well, all I have left is the academic courses. Fuck that. I don't really want to take those <laughs> yeah. and they're not going to apply to what I want yeah. to do. So they're, fuck it. I was what like, do I they're care? really not going to help. And so I told my, uh, the head of the theater department that I was out and, uh, worked for two years and saved up. I worked at Blockbuster, then at Dave and Buster's. Nice. And saved up a little money, which <clears throat> lasted about a month. Be, I was going to say, like two <laughs> weeks? Know, yeah. I saved $600. Good. You can pay rent once. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was exactly how it went. Yeah. And came out here, <clears throat> stayed with my buddy Travis for a few days, and then found my own place in Koreatown. You Did know. you do stand up? Uh, you don't live in the same place, here, though, do you? First? Yeah, still same. Same place you same moved here. Same efficiency apartment. That, yeah. No shit. How yeah. long have you been there? I'm not surprised uh, by that. Mike and I have Mike. a long standing joke. We know. We uh, know Mike's movements. Fifteen years, something God, like that. Yeah. Damn son. You, yeah. Uh, so, uh, but when you, when did you, did you stand up pri- previous to moving out here? Um, no, I did oh, okay. improv. I did a lot of improv, but I had never. I was kind of afraid of stand up, and I was also worried. Because I'd heard stories about this happening, uh, that if I was any good at stand up, I might just stay there. Okay, you when know you what say I mean. Stay there. Did you stay where you went to college, or did you go back home for a little bit and then move out? Um, I went back home. You did okay. when, I, when I was saving up. It was okay. like it seemed like the smartest way to do it. Because there was stand up clubs in Denver, obviously, right? And so you just still you were like, no, nope, I'm not. Yeah, you, was it on your radar at all at that time? We had you oh, thought very about much it. So. Okay, yeah, like stand up was always. A goal, okay, but I just hadn't done it, and I had seen a lot of the local stand-ups get really good, and they would just kind of keep them there, featuring, and pay them enough to where they had an extra like three or four hundred bucks a week on top of whatever their day job was, and so it was kind of too cushy for them to want to leave, and I was like, if I do stand up here and I'm good at it, I'm going to end up staying here. And I'll have no motivation to leave. So I was like, I'd rather just start where the bar is really high and stay there, you know, and either make it or not make it. And you, you moved know? here in Los Angeles when? 99. 99. Yeah. Do you know what, what month? I don't. <laughs> Why do you uh, ask No, because I moved in November of 99. We came out I know I was here. at the same time. I know I was waiting in line for uh, Phantom Menace, so... That would have, yeah, when was that? That was right before I moved here. Is that a May release? Yeah, the movie was in May, but the line was like two months earlier. So. so you stood in line for two months. <laughs> yes, that was I your stood, first time. That's I stood in place. It was I a still, tent outside of a of a theater. He's still I'm, in line. I'm, you're half joking. I stood in line for about seventy two hours. That's crazy. Did you, did you tent? And there it were people just... that had been there for two months. Yeah. I remember that whole thing was. And do you, you guys regret? understand that when you do that, the movie is going to still be playing? Oh yeah, but you want to see it first, and and you don't want other people ruining it for you or telling. Well, what you kind like, of assholes was uh, Darth is Luke's father? Like people what do the that. Fuck? People, people that don't care do that. Oh. And, but did you? Know. Was it worth it to you? How did you feel about that movie? Or were you that like, particular? Eh. One oh man, you also wanted to get those fucking seventy-two hours back. 
Yeah, that particular one was not worth. I wouldn't do in a whole lot the, the at that time anyway. I so was, you're not having you to know, call your boss and totally go. Unknown I'm taking actor, the you next know. three days to. Well, this was I was still living off savings at that time, so I was like, I, I your can, savings went to waiting in I line and seeing this, the movie. You know, <laughs> and uh, it's amazing how arrogant you are, right? I got plenty of job right now. I can do this. <laughs> yeah, it's totally I was fine. Like, I got time, and uh, so yeah, I I did it. I'm. Uh, it was fun hanging out. Like I don't, I I honestly don't regret waiting in line because it was like just a fun sort of just you did camping it. out with nerd sort of experience, right. you know. And uh, but the movie itself was not worth the hype at all, you know. Yeah, that was pretty much <laughs> those, all. All three yeah. of those, all three of those. Were yeah, it. I like the last one <clears throat> only because it's the con- it's him going it's to the big connector. Yeah, yeah. now. Did I did I see? Do you have tickets for the new one already? Yes. Okay. And what was so I didn't so there's an advanced sale. So how are people getting their advanced sales? Are you doing it online now? It was nuts. It was what happened is yesterday they showed the trailer the at new, the football during, game. during the football the game. new trailer, which was like yeah. most football nerds have watched in yeah, and it was ever like, yeah, <clears throat> and it was like it used to be just ultra nerdy people knew when the tickets were going to go on sale. And we mm. were there, and we now were able to get them. everybody knows. And that was like, fuck you. We're going to tell the whole world at the exact same time. And so I thought, I was like, this is going to be really, really difficult to get tickets. And I'd already had a long day and everything. And so I was like, I'm going to be on the website refreshing. And as soon as it says buy tickets, I'm going to do that. And I'm also going to be calling the El Capitan at the same time, so that'll be a two-pronged approach. There you go. Are you also participating in a radio campaign, he also picked, a radio contest? <laughs> they, he also picked up day laborers from uh, Home Depot, <laughs> gave, bought them all burner phones, <laughs> and then they all sat in a line and just started making phone calls right at 10 a.m. You just gave me an idea for, for episode eight. <laughs> for, hey, you guys want to make $100? Come with me. See? See? <laughs> Pile it into a fucking U-Haul. But um, I actually went one further, and I was driving home, and I saw the sign for La Brea, and I was like, I'm just going to go to El Capitan and wait and be on my phone. And have my laptop out. And ringing, (laughs) yeah. And so I did all of that. I did a three-pronged attack on ticket sales, and I get to the El Capitan, and I thought the line's going to be huge. It's going to be just like the man Chinese was yeah. all those years. I'm having like flashbacks. No. And, stuff. and I'm like, it's going to be terrible. And and I'm coming up the escalator at Hollywood and Highland. And there's a dude in a red Millennium Falcon shirt. Okay. And he kind of like pushes me out of the way on the escalator. Oh, and I'm like, fuck, it's going to be one of those. And I get across the street. That guy's nowhere to be seen. He went to some other thing. He was going to pick up yeah. cocaine from some dude <laughs> fucking yeah. at the W. Yeah, that guy could give a shit about Star Wars. Yeah, he was like, he was... dude, I just took this shirt on and go outside. I need coke. Get out of my way. You're like, oh, So, okay. yeah, that guy had nothing to do with it, oddly enough. Yeah. And I get to the El Capitan, five people in line. And you've knocked That's, them all down to get in front. I should have. And they're all dead now. I could have taken them. I could have taken those five. But... um so we're there, and they were like, the lady came out, and she goes, look, the website crashed immediately as soon as the, the notice yeah. went up, and um, the phones are down, and like, if you're in this line, you you're have getting... the best chance of getting tickets of anybody. Dude. That's hilarious. And so we got our tickets, and then they said, oh, by the way, that trailer that you guys missed to come here, we're showing it on the big screen all night till 11. <laughs> so we got to watch it on like a huge screen 
uh, right after we got our tickets. It was wow. great. Wow. It was like such wow. a lucky, fun thing. I saw know? a couple people posting that they got tickets. <clears throat> At yeah. first, I thought everyone was fighting to get tickets to see the trailer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But then it turns out it's advanced screens for a movie that's coming out in December. Yeah. And and uh, do you have, I mean, I don't want to talk plot points or anything, but do you have any theories about, I mean, I'm looking at this movie and I kind of, I've, I watched that trailer and I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, so the new is yeah the guy who was yeah yeah, yeah it looked like well there were it, it, i have it, no idea did, what you just said it but did yeah. the exact right thing a trailer should do which it left me with a lot more questions and answers sure yeah where i was it, it like, also left me with a big plot point that i think i understand now that i don't know if it's going to be a secret okay spoiler alert what what was the <clears throat> plot point you think i think luke skywalker is the new darth vader i think That's he's an interesting looking at the thought. mask wearing that black thing going i'm going to finish what you started <clears throat> Unless it was him yeah. starting to come back from the dark side, but it uh, looks like Luke Skywalker is the new Darth Vader. What I think is that that guy is one of his kids. Another kid is like one of Luke Skywalker's oh, kids. Oh, oh, oh! That's like he's kind of like rebelling against the old man and is like, "Fuck you and your no, good deeds." Granddad had it right. Yeah, okay. And, you know, he was going to try and unify the galaxy, and you fucked it up. So I'm going to go right. do that. Right. You know, and it was like you should have just backed him and done this yeah and he'd still be alive we'd yeah. still be... he he offered you and then he had to chop your hand off because you were a dick about it but see and, you know that new lightsaber with the handguard yeah i feel like that's luke skywalker but you know vader <clears throat> got his hand chopped off too oh so this guy's ha, like no one's know. chopping my hand off right <laughs> good <laughs> or bad me i'm not accident. getting my head my hand chopped off <laughs> no matter who's doing it okay all right i mean you i'm know. dude i'm just as i don't i can't uh, say just as excited as everyone else but, but i love that they I'm haven't shown luke either way yeah all you've seen is that one shot of like the robotic hand on r2 i think and uh and like seeing uh Han Solo being the one who says it's all true, all yeah, of it. Yeah, Just that he's the guy who was like hokey religions and ancient spe- – you know, that it's that guy saying it added so much significance to it, yeah. you know? I'm very excited about it. Like, yeah, look, this it, is – It looks really, really It can good. wipe – will wipe the memory of the last three out of there for good. And, yeah, I think so, And too. it'll be New Hope to Return of the Jedi to these three movies. Well, yeah. we can also throw in there the Christmas special. <laughs> yes, I don't the, know if I want to keep the, it. We should the, throw it with the, the other Iwa, Oh, the, the Wookiee Christmas special. Oh, yeah, no, one. that's going to be a that's the opening of the new movie. <laughs> what if they that let, was the trailer that everyone waited around to see? I was like, what is this? That thing was so bad, they let <clears throat> B. Arthur sing a song in it. Hey, that she's was, got a beautiful was, voice. No, she and not to be found anywhere, right? That he refuses to let that out, correct? You it can, eventually will find its way back. You can right? find it, but, but it's not It's not released by the dark internet. But I will say, in its defense, the animated sequence uh, that introduces Boba Fett is actually really good. It's cu- like, did you get you guys have seen heavy metal? Yeah, most of it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's that type of animation where it's really well done. Yeah, and each of the stars did their own voices for oh, it. Oh, cool! And it was just this short little thing about introducing Boba Fett as a bounty hunter and stuff. And if you can catch that sequence, you can find it on YouTube. But just search Boba Fett, and eventually it'll come up. That sequence is worth <laughs> seven days out. later. I found <laughs> it. My beard is all gray. So um, when uh, a good Star Wars chat? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. We, no, no, it's fine. Focus. I'm fine. No, I'm a huge right. Star, dude. I've yeah. got my Star Wars toys. They're still in the other room. My kids aren't allowed to yeah. play with them yet. Both so of you guys have a lot of toys. They're still on display. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, so for you, mm-hmm. 
Other than the fact that we know that you are, uh, we'll call it sci-fi Batman, they use superhero, and sure. all that stuff. Obviously, you're a fan of that stuff. Comic books in um, general. Comic books in right. general, right. Nerd Did stuff. that, well, you know, but it's interesting <laughs> to me. Anymore, was, was really. that, yeah. Not anymore, Was that a part of your driving force to be in the business as well? Did you ever see yourself, like, was you were like, I would love to be a villain or something or, or in uh, yeah. the superhero world as far as acting goes? I mean, some people well, were of like, course. only yeah. want to do dramas. They only want to do comedies. They only want to do sci-fi, you know? Was well, that a part of your thing moving out here? Absolutely. I think uh, just... I like good storytelling in general, no matter what kind it is. Like, you know, when when I was in college, I was studying like the AFI 100 and stuff like that. But at the same time, I was reading, you know, Watchmen and that sort of thing. So uh, I felt like if I got into acting, if it worked out where like I was one of the people that was getting to be in movies and stuff like that, I would have brought a lot to the table. You know, like whatever character they had me play, I felt like I would have served a pretty great function for whatever that was. Let's cut to the chase. I, yeah. you, a breakdowns come out. Mm-hmm. There's going to be stuff. There's there's small roles in Star Wars. Have you tried to? Have you put your Have you put your toe in the water? Try to find a way to I, audition for anything. I have not. The actually, that's not true though. Or any of the one, stuff, any superhero stuff. One time I did. One time I did, and it worked out. And it was. Uh, to be an extra for the first Spider-Man. Okay. Oh, cool. Uh, the Tobey Maguire one. Yeah. And <clears throat> what was cool about it was they gave us, like, props that they let us keep. Like, from the... We were there the day they did, like, the World Unity Fair, which was, like, a big, like, outdoor festival, and then Green Goblin attacks, and yeah. then Spider-Man comes in. On and the balcony, everybody. and they yeah. have that fight. Yeah. And there are all the balloons and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we were there for that day... And they let us keep that stuff. Cool. And it was kind of cool just being on set and seeing like the Daily Bugle, like yeah, marquees and stuff. Tobey like Maguire dressed as Spider Man. Well, they had like <clears throat> this was before any anything had leaked, so I got to see the Spider Man costume before Anybody anyone else. on the internet wow. and. It looked like a living Alex Ross painting. And I was like, that thing looks fantastic. This is really great. And then they showed us the Green Goblin costume. And I was like, oh. Uh, <laughs> you there's you that didn't feel like ma- matching that with the <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man quality, huh? Yeah. All right. I guess he like, won't be in three movies, so that's like, okay. It's like a Power Rangers costume. But yeah. that's, that's cool, I guess. Sort of. You take the good with the bad. Yeah, yeah, you do. And and uh, Willem Dafoe was there to wish his stuntman good luck because it was the stuntman in the yeah. costume for But what what sucked is there were two great sequences that never made it in the movie and never made it in any of the, like... Director's uh, cuts or anything. Yeah, yeah, Blu-ray stuff or any of that. But they had got some gymnast to come in as Spider-Man, and there were these, like, five catering tables, and he flipped from one to the next... And he got it wrong twice in rehearsal, but then when he put on the Spider-Man costume, he nailed, he it. nailed it. Exactly. And it didn't make it into the film. You know why? How does he believe he was Spider-Man? He put that costume. I, I, I really feel like I'm not it being made sarcastic di- I'm not that. either. I'm not either. I really feel like it made the difference. Yeah. And in fact, if you look in the movie, 
there's a moment where Spider-Man just lands in front of the goblin and goblin says, impressive, but he didn't do anything. <laughs> it's that's what he's what landing it, from. That's what he was landing from. And I was like, something <clears throat> must have happened to the footage or they must have just That's got to be devastating. I mean, they didn't check the gate. Yeah, it was something like that because it was just not there. Oh, man. And then there was a sequence with the goblin where like 12 cops try to take him. And he just beat the crap out of all of them, but with like martial arts and stuff. And I think they realized, well, he doesn't really know karate just because yeah, he has this suit. Where does on. that come from? Yeah. Out of nowhere. So like, it was like, it's a great suit and everything, but it doesn't teach you karate. Yeah, it's not the greatest you know? American hero outfit. You're not, <laughs> yeah. learning, you're not learning special skills. Right. With it. You know, so I think that one they were wise to cut, but the other one I would have kept in. That, that was a great sequence. I think I agree with you. There must have been, maybe there was something wrong with that footage. I think so, yeah. It's either that or sometimes they just cut things out because it doesn't it doesn't make or break the storyline and they just got to speed up the scene. That so or they they'll just... find out my fat head was blocking most of the shot. <laughs> like, this one extra wouldn't fucking move. <laughs> That's why you like the scene so much. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm in every shot of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why they had to cut it, dude. <laughs> You're standing in front of the, in between yeah, the action right. and the camera. You're not really background. You're foreground. It's weird. So you do all the theater. You're yeah. a big comic book fan. You're doing all the stuff. You decide to move out to Los Angeles. Yeah. Where do you remember? So now you're like, okay, I'm here. And I know mm-hmm. I'm going to dip my toe into the stand-up world. Do you sure. remember your first time and where it was and how it went? Yes, I do. It was at the Comedy Underground in Santa Monica. Which you eventually went on to? Yeah. Run. To produce and yeah and um, it was I was there watching stand I was like orbiting around stand up before I got into it directly and we were there watching it me and a couple of friends of mine my buddy Brian was with me uh, Brian Santa Stephen really great guy and uh, we were watching the show and we were so naive to how it all worked and everything that we, like after the show was over we were like do you, any of you comics want to go to Hooters or anything? <laughs> and, and like all of them were like, yeah, because they never get invited anywhere, you know? And That's so, hilarious. So it was you like, want to talk to us? Yeah, <laughs> cool. Totally that. Thanks, man. And it was like <clears throat> Sam Wolfson and uh, Kevin Bray and uh, Sally Mullins and a couple other people. And we all went out and we just had a really good time. And then... Brian kind of lets the cat out of the bag. He was like, yeah, Mike wants to get into stand-up. And they were like, well, come like two weeks from now and like cobble together an act. And I was like, okay, thanks, Brian. <laughs> you know, and so, But it turns out Brian gave you the kick in the ass you needed. Exactly. Yeah. That was exactly what you, it was. Because you would have just sat there and gone, they seem like really great people, but I don't want to get in their way. I might still be like orbiting around stand-up. Yeah, or, <laughs> you never know, because I've, I've heard that story a, a number of times. Oh, I wanted like, to do it when I was 25 and I didn't. Now I'm 55 and everyone yeah. thinks you're just sad and weird, yeah, dude. Exactly. Get the fuck out of here. You know, and so it was, I'm, I'm really grateful to him for that. And, uh, uh, so I wrote what I thought was seven minutes, which was about two and a half, fifteen. It was like oh. I way overwrote. Oh I wrote, wow, like, you wrote... way too much. Oh okay. And that first night, I was like, I don't have it memorized, and I have to read it off a pad. And the theater part of me was like, "You're doing it wrong. You always memorize your stuff." And uh, you just wrote in two weeks. I but mean, but yeah. <laughs> and so I'm just reading it off, and so nervously. 
but it was getting laughs and it was fun. Do and you so, do you, you know, think? And I'm not saying that materially wasn't what wasn't funny, but do you think your nervousness reading that whole your oh, persona sure, got part, was part of the yeah? yeah. I because I, I was like you making your, jokes about jokes that weren't working and right. stuff like that. You you, know, you were acknowledging that yeah. you weren't doing very well and you looked Absolutely. uncomfortable. Yeah, so people were like ah, this guy's all right. Fuck but it. I was like, yeah, I'm getting laughs either way, so I'm enjoying it. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. <laughs> so I was of having course. fun. Yeah. And just kind of kept doing it from there, you know. So was it easy for you to get stage time? I feel like you face the struggles that everybody does in Los Angeles where you're like, I love this and now I want to do it all the time. And they're like, slow down, Tiger. We yeah. wanted to give you this one set, yeah. but yeah. let's not get greedy here, right? Yeah, it was very much. There was. I would say I'm still paying my dues in a lot of ways. <laughs> like, you know, like, I, I, like now I'm a regular at the comedy store. The sets I typically get are Tuesday at 1 a.m. Right. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it never ends. I think... You know, and, and I've gotten to work with people that I grew up admiring on TV, and I've gotten to do like all sorts of stuff that I would never have expected. But at the same time, it's like you realize at a certain point, you're like, well, it all really boils down to TV credits. And if you don't have those, it's just a real rough, it's rough hard. uphill battle. Yeah, there's very know? few that are plucked to be the chosen ones yeah. at the clubs because there's only a couple clubs. Yeah. And, and it's and, not like industry's going all the time no, to watch. No, you they're know? going when they have someone to go watch. They're exactly. already going to see that person. And yeah, they're, they're not the going to discover anybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's go down Tuesday at 1 a.m. and see what new yeah. talent we can find. <laughs> Where is that coked up agent? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I, 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 he like, used to represent Eddie Pence. He's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I want like I want comics to be coked up again, and I want the industry to be, be coked, coked up, up again. again. Yeah, I, might. I think that would save live comedy. It'd give you it give you your uh, your crowds at two a.m. on a Tuesday. Yeah, hey, right. man, you got nowhere to go. Everybody yeah. else is closing down. We're gonna watch comedy. <laughs> <laughs> can you feel my hair grow? I can. Woo! That's exactly what I want. That's yeah. the spirit of comedy. Yeah. To be, you know? I, I remember doing a uh, Jay Davis show once at the Laugh Factory, and I think he was doing it was like a midnight show or something. Yeah. I can't remember. It was a later show at the Laugh Factory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and uh, it's an ongoing joke that I'm not much of a, I didn't do many drugs, if, if barely sure. any at all in my life. Right. So I don't know all the drug stuff. And I just yeah. remember <laughs> after being on set, this one girl's like, that was a great set, man. You want to go to the bathroom with me? And I'm like, no, uh, I, no, I'm married. I, I'm, I'm married. Um, I no. usually pee on my own. No, I usually pee on my own. No, pretty yeah. much. And 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 I'm, I'm married. And then I can't remember who I was no, with. Who's like, much. dude? She did not want to have sex with you. She, she wanted wished. you to go do blow with her, dude. Couldn't you yeah. tell by the way she was like completely amped up and, and you're was like, just no, I eager could not to quickly tell. get you in there. You know, slow yeah. down, champ. <laughs> You want to go to the bathroom? Although no? one does not mutually exclude the other, you know. Yeah, that, exactly. Like, if you're doing you, coke with you, her in the bathroom, you could probably bone yeah. her in the bathroom. Or if as well. she's doing coke, you can jerk off on her or yeah, something. Yeah. Okay. There's always something. Oh, my ideas. My ideas. <laughs> or if she's doing coke, you can jerk off on her without asking. I don't think my dad probably won't listen. To this <laughs> I didn't say without. Uh, no. I didn't say without asking. Sorry, you're right. You're right. I'm not oh, a okay. savage. You, you didn't. You say ask her. Yeah. Is it cool if yeah. I? In the middle of it, is this bothering you? I guess not. There is a romantic way to do it. As long as you're dealing with white stuff. You haven't gotten it on me yet, so I guess I'm fine. Oh, wait wait till my finale. It's going to be good. You just do your coke. So uh, how long... So you you and I met at Bar Azure, mm -hmm. where I met yeah. so many comedians of the, the time. Bloody the bloody grounds of Bar Azure. Some great days there. A lot Is that in the valley? No, it was in Culver City. Even it was better. on like the corner. It is now of, a Jeff hot wings slash pizza place. Is that what it is? I don't even yeah. know what it is. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's did changed. John Lewis used to run a show there? <laughs> I don't think so. I inherited it from Brian Keith Etheridge and Aaron Cater. Yeah, 
And then I ran. I don't know. I don't think anybody ran it after me. I think eventually. No. Remember, it turned into uh, an overweight woman's. What those play? It was called Curves or something yeah, like that. It was like, and we were still allowed to do the show, right? But they didn't really want it. Yeah. It was run by Shadow and Michelle, and they, um, they, 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 they hate us. Shelf? Yeah. They hated the fact, which is a weird name for an extremely large <laughs> yeah. woman to have shadow. shadow. It's like, come on. Anyway, they eventually kicked us out, <laughs> and I moved it to Gower Gulch, and then we started doing the, the show there at Moggy's. Yeah. <laughs> shadow should have changed your name to Maximum Density. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and we had um, Ithrium, right? Ithrium, Ithrium was the yeah. homeless heckler. Who we thought might be a millionaire. Yeah, he was had something. Yeah. Because when we moved, he packed up his homelessness and moved <laughs> it, it, it to be closer with us at the next place. Wow. Yeah. He became part of the team. Well, where is he now? Uh, no idea. But no. once we were done with that, well, I, yeah. he always might. Ithrium, if you're listening, yeah. I'll give you Brian's address. This was the <laughs> early days of cell phones. I remember when he came to me, he's like, Brian, I got, a, I got a cell phone. Here's my number just in case. I'm like, just in case, case of what? what? Yeah. Just in case what, Ithrium? In case I, you I, need to uh, uh, clean your shopping cart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Ithrium. I miss him. But, but so then Mike went on. In case you need some apple stock. That's right. You know, just, <laughs> here's myself a why. I'm a day trader. Oh, okay. That's weird. <laughs> but you went on to. There's a theme to this, by the way. This is an interesting theme to this whole show. So you went on to um, run that show where you first started, which was right, a comedy yeah. underground, which is basically. Well, how everybody wants their stand up hidden in an alley. <laughs> right. So it's hard sure to find. Really hard to oh, find. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it was and, a great show. Yeah, and we you would, and Coleman we would and creepily like lure people into the alley. Yeah, and then and we get them show. into a five dollars show. You always got enough. You yeah. always end up getting enough uh, people. And there was the first time I had ever seen Santa a Monica in general was is very supportive of live performance. Yeah. You know, so they were cool about it. That's know. why I was surprised it took so long. You were talking about on our previous show about the West with the West Side Comedy Club show. That, that's why I was surprised it took so long because I felt like yeah. the, the West Side can support. Stand up, yeah. You know, obviously, location, location, location. But the fact that you guys were able to basically say we're going to put it in a basement, yeah, (laughs) in an alley with a door that you can barely see, yeah, and they were still getting audiences, which means if you had put it in a place where people could actually find it, it would do just fine. But that show was great, and it was a great place, a lot of fun stuff. You got, and it wasn't just. It was traditional fun and stand up. You guys did a lot of fun different Different things on there. I really enjoyed going to that. I really loved that place. Uh, Have you talked about? <laughs> the the lunatic yet? the night no yeah. I figured I would oh, wait okay. so yeah, yeah yeah so so Mike and I have a have a great um, we have two sides there's two sides to every story and we there's both three sides there. there's your side his side and the truth yes yeah. <laughs> uh, well our, no our sides actually merge into the truth it's just yeah. that oh, okay. how, what we did that night two different stories yeah. right. T- well, there were th- there are actually three, and one of them's not here. Yeah, uh, three very different ways you can react to a situation like this. Has this other person been dead and buried? Uh, what's happening? I don't know who's who's the third story. Uh, that yeah. would be young Craig Coleman. Oh, Coleman. Oh, oh, good. Yes, Coleman. I don't think we've told this, did we? Maybe we did. I can't remember. We Coleman was so long ago, but. <laughs> So we were all hanging out like we always do, waiting for the show to start. <laughs> right. This um, this uh, Latino company family, right? Yeah. And like a, a mom, a dad, and a couple kids come running around the corner with, into the alley with some blood on with them. some blood on them. And we just kind of stand there, and they run up. And they're like, "There's a guy chasing us." They were saying knife. all this in Spanish. Yeah, though. it's like El Nifo. Yeah, okay. the blood was enough Bast- to say the Bastardo El Nifo. Yes. <laughs> you know something bandidos, like that. Bandidos, bandidos. Yeah, just, let's just say I don't speak a lot of uh, <laughs> a, a, a lot of other languages. Let's but, just right. say that. But panic yes. and blood was enough for me to know something was going down. I didn't right. have to know what you were saying, right? So they were like, "Okay, great." Um, 
And at that time, <laughs> okay, my, 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 yes. my soon-to-be wife, Natalie, was with us. And I believe that she kind of was like trying to help the family. Yeah. And we had to... And they were my, just trying like, to keep, keep running. Yeah, and you're <laughs> like, I'm just going over my set here, dude. Do you mind? Yeah. Like, so, so Mike is there. Craig is there. Nate Timmel's there. And I'm there. And, and, I, and I... So a couple things. I'm like, where's the bad guy? Yeah. Mike is like, nothing. Yeah. And Craig is like, What's nothing. happening? Yeah. Kind of confused. And then... So I'm like, Natalie, you, got, you take care of the family. Get them out of here, right? I'm like, you guys. And I point to Mike, Craig, and Nate. I'm like, you guys come with me. We're going to get this guy and tackle him. Nobody like, follows yeah, let's you. Go. <laughs> and I start and running. And off he goes. And I'm by yeah. myself. And the other guys are just standing there. And I, cha- I, I, I get, and of course, I, it's like a classic bad <laughs> Batman scene. the corner. And he's there in a dark alley, you know, with yeah. the steam coming out of things. And yeah. he's got his knife. And I'm like, all right. And I turn around. Nobody's there. No backup. Finally, I see Nate slowly starting to run towards me. (laughs) Right. And I'm like, but I'm screwed. I'm like, I've cornered my own self. And this guy's like, fuck that. This guy wants to fight. So the guy. He's clearly already stabbed a few people. Yeah. He's got a knife. Yeah. He's not afraid to use it. I'm done. Just, you know, I'm like, at (laughs) this point, I realize the cavalry's not coming. I got to get out of here. I got to get out. Too late. The guy charges me, right? Yeah. The guy comes at me. Swings the knife at me. Jesus. Now, now I'm like, fuck this motherfucker. You go into like the next mode. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Did you just try to fucking I kill me? Fucking, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, as he swings past, he loses his balance. So he's swinging around. <laughs> I grab him from the other side, and I'm, I'm like, you motherfucker! Like just swearing. <laughs> I'm swinging him around, just swinging him and throwing him, and to the point where I just whip him. He just goes, hits a garbage can, falls down on the ground, and and I jump on top of him. And I grab, wow. at this point, his knife has flown out of his hand. Yeah. So I'm just like fucking yelling at him, okay? Now, Nate eventually gets there. While this is happening, a fucking dramatic helicopter from Santa Monica is now right. over us. The light, right. shining the light on is you. on us. Some the, cops, the cops show, show up on bikes, right? And they're like, we got it from here. And as I'm getting off of them, out of fucking nowhere, I hear. That's right, motherfucker. You stay down, bitch. It's Craig Coleman has come in after yeah. everybody else yeah. has secured the situation. I believe he even stepped on the guy's yes. hand. Yeah. <laughs> Once the cops were there controlling Coleman, it, I was there. Asshole. He was like, stay down, bitch. Stay down. We fucking got you, motherfucker. And I'm like, I look going, I'm like, hey, we you, got you, you, you motherfucker. You really helped out a lot there, buddy. Thanks. God, even cops on bike speech you here, fucking Craig. <laughs> you didn't even move from your spot outside the fucking theater. I, no, so, I didn't move from my spot. So we go back. We go back. Natalie's there. And I'm like, what happened to the, um, to the family? And she's like, well, I, I, I put him in into uh, um, I wanted to you know wait them for them for the police and I I, I, wh- I flagged down a, a taxi cab and they got in <laughs> and they started speaking Spanish to the guy in the taxi cab and I was like hey let's wait for the the the, the, the police the, to come here and the, yeah. and the taxi cab goes fuck you cunt and just closed the door and took off right and that was the end of the which thing is, so, which is the right answer yes. when, when there's a knife wielding maniac nearby yeah. why don't we wait for the yeah, how about no. get fucked I'm yeah. out of here <laughs> so I I go back. Because they understood everything the family right. was saying. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, yeah, we're gone. <laughs> and I just, I go back. Mike has not moved from the spot that he was when <laughs> yeah, all no. this shit goes down. No. And, uh, but 
was there at any point did you feel like Mike was going to follow you? No, because no. in hindsight, okay. I remember him did actually he ever give saying off no. That vibe? no. No, I remember him actually kind of shaking his head no, yeah, like, like he wasn't no. going to go. And so no, I'm not into that. We go back and, and we're all a little amped up. We kind of recap. Mike allows us to recap, and yeah. then we I'm sure recap. he's interested in what happened. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, curious story. He got his clipboard and. Um, <laughs> With the lineup, and he's like, "All right, well, let's uh, go do a show." And that was it. Like Mike was just like fucking moving on, dude. I wasn't helping. I had a show to do. Well, We're fucking doing the yeah, show. They wanted someone to go first. They thought that homeless guy with a knife was going to do it. You fought him, and now Mike's pissed, and now he's got to go on first. It's just, I mean, the way everybody played out their scenes and that thing was just perfect. Yeah. You have to have the one guy who's not doing shit. Right, yeah, but yeah. I, I love the Coleman character coming in at the yeah. end. Stay, stay down, down, motherfucker. That was my favorite like, thing of the whole thing. Like, yes, yeah, stay down. Yes, yeah, the guy who just got here. Because Craig kept looking at me like, are we going? And are, you're like, are we, yeah, I was like, was like no, yeah, I have go not right ahead. I'm even, not I haven't even flinched towards the yeah. area. Like, I'm, I haven't moved. Now, here's the weird thing about all this stuff. Mike, for some reason, has a tendency to be around a lot of crazy shit unintentionally. Yeah. You well, come, I'm sure you come, it's not you, intentional. No, no, well, no. You know what I'm saying. So, <laughs> no. all right, thank you. But, you know, I mean, you come from Aurora, which uh, unfortunately has had some bad things in the sure. news. I mean, yeah. I come from a place, well, of course, Dahmer, but that's besides the point. You know, right. The point is, I haven't stumbled across a lot of it. He come, stumbles upon this, and then last week, at the comedy you were supposed to be going yeah. up at the comedy store. Your set is next, and what happens? Yeah, Eric, Eric Myers is on stage. Yeah. There's four people in the audience and he's powering through, you know, and, yeah. and it's like, you know, it's Tuesday, 1 a.m. And so I'm up next. And You're in the original room? Yeah, I'm yeah. in the OR sitting just, in the back. Just so we're clear, the, the OR, the original room is the one that faces the street. Right. It's got the and window out to the, the patio. The window and it has a patio that is right on Sunset. And so I'm sitting back there waiting to go up and I hear what sounds like black cats going off. Like, uh, just pop, 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 pop. And it, to me, it doesn't sound even remotely like what I think would imagine a gunfire sounds like. And I look and I can barely see anything over the window for, of what's actually happening, but I see uh, a couple red sparks. And so I think, oh, okay, it's fireworks or whatever. And then I look over at the cover booth girl, and forgive me, I don't know who it was that night, and she. Has this look like, yeah, she doesn't say it, but she's like, you know what? I'm going to go check. And so she comes Even out. she didn't know what was going on at the time. Yeah, she was just like, mm, that didn't sound right to me. And so she goes out very calmly, goes outside, comes running back in and goes, it's real. Most of the audience runs out the back. Okay. And most of the So every so was the show the still other, going on at this time when the pop 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 happened did what, did did you did everybody well, in the room Eric stop kind of looked out the window. Okay. But no, Eric was actually uh still kind of in in mid joke and was just like what's going on? Like Yeah, like this can't get any worse. Know, yeah. What are you guys doing uh, out there? And so the audience runs away from the window. Eric goes to the window and a few of the other comics go to the window. I stay seated. <laughs> as we know, as, 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 we know. as we've proven, <laughs> right. yeah. And I think if I hear more pops, I'm going out the back uh, where I can help others and, uh, you <laughs> and know, hide, but, right? But uh, for for now, I'm just going to wait. And so, panic for a while. Then 
finally I go around to the side just to see, like, are we calling 911 or now what? Now, you say you for know. a while. I mean, this seems like a long period of time, but this is probably seems very like short. Seems like but it was like in, in the matter of about three or four minutes. Okay. And I come around the side. There's already a bike cop on the scene, so I was like, okay, we're the people that need to know know. Oh, okay, That's yeah. the, And the it's a little bit part. safer if the bike cop's not holding his gun out and trying to shoot somebody. Right, right. and like... I guess what happened is the guy emptied his gun and walked off while everyone was running around confused, you know, he went down sunset or uh, went down by the house of blues from what I was told. Yeah. And, um, so the bike cop is, uh, with the victim and is like, it's going to be okay. Just relax and everything. And the guy's nodding his head and it didn't look particularly bloody, uh, from what I could see. And I was like, well, they, they seem to know what they're doing. And like the ambulance came pretty shortly and took him away and we're all parked in the back and the cops tell us, you know, no one can leave yet, of course. And so, uh, we're going to stay here and just kind of see, uh, what happens. And if anyone saw anything, tell us, you know, like the people that actually saw it were, you know, were there people in the, on the patio at the time it happened? There, 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 like a lot of nights, there were a lot more people on the patio than in the actual in the showroom. showroom. You know, because the, the so bar... So there were people the hanging on the patio when yeah. that guy walked up and shot. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so they gave their descriptions and said, you know, what happened and everything, gave their statements. And um, the cops told us, you're probably going to have to leave your cars overnight because homicide's not here yet. And... If homicide has to come here, meaning like if the guy dies in the ambulance. So he was alive when he left. He was alive when he left. And uh, so they were like, if this becomes a homicide, it expands the crime scene. And so we have to keep your cars just in case. So, but at the time we weren't sure what the time frame was. They said it could be an hour or it could be like all night. So this was already one in the morning, two in the morning at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like me and a, a couple of the other comics, they probably don't want to be mentioned or whatever, but um, we go to where they zoned us off, which is down by uh, the hotel across the street from uh, Saddle Ranch. Okay. And then the news starts showing up, and I was actually pretty proud of all the comics because you would kind of expect at least one guy to jump on it when like the news guys came. Oh, to get the attention. And to yeah, and to do something like that and they didn't. Like nobody I th- nobody I think did just that, the you know? shock that that happened at somewhere that they consider to be their home yeah, is cause, what cuz that them was off. really how it how it felt. And, yeah, you and came I mean to their like, place and shot somebody that was like a yeah, guest at their house that was And and if you know like the store, you know that there are comics and there are mentals. Yes. You know, and even the mentals felt so weird about what had happened. That, yeah, violated. That even, even they were just like, no, I don't really want to talk to you guys right now. Did this person, did, did they figure, was this person even at a comedy show or were they hiding at, out, on the, do you guys even know? I think they were just there because there was a bar out front. I don't think, because it it didn't, from what I've heard so far, 
None of the staff really knew the guy. Oh, okay. And none of the and comics he was, really knew and the guy. And he was targeted, and he was the only yeah. one that was shot. Right. And the gun they was think, dropped, and, and he walked away. Everything I've heard is that it was gang-related. Yeah. And so, you know, they're still working on it, and sure. they still don't have But as far answers, as any specific but, yeah. ties to the comedy store at that no. night, no one there was really like, oh, my God, any. that's so-and-so. Yeah. I can't believe... Okay, yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, you know, and so... We all kind of waited and just hung out together, and which is probably good though, right? Yeah, because that's good listen, to, man, it's yeah. never good to be around that like, shit, even if you're but not if you standing go right home next and to be it. by yeah. yourself right afterwards. That's probably not exactly. Good also. And what's what's weird for me was that like when stuff happens that I'm not ready to deal with on my own, you know, I don't have a girlfriend, I don't have a wife or whatever. I go to the comedy store, right, and and hang out with other comics. And like when September 11th happened, I didn't have any family in town. So that's where I went to process it with other comics. And so now it was, where was Where are you going to go? go? This was, yeah. And so luckily we all had that little area to just kind of mill around while this was going on, you know. And uh, I don't care how hardened you are, like for city life or urban or whatever. When When you look at someone who you know is alive right now, and then you hear moments later they're that dead. they died, that's, it's going to affect you. It's yeah. going to be strange for you, you know? And um, I'm just thankful that it wasn't a spree, that the guy was the only victim. It wasn't an automatic weapon yeah, wailing it wasn't, the whole patio. Thank God it wasn't an automatic weapon. Um, and that the store carried on that the store, like they were closed the next day for uh, the invest you know, for the police, for, for the police and for the investigation and out of respect. I yeah. Think. And, but then they went back to business and it, and like everyone just this week, as far as I know, everyone called in their avails again and just like, Oh yeah. You know, I mean, I was up there just went right nights. back to it. Yeah. You know, was the roast battle going on as well upstairs at that the time? The roast battle was upstairs and there was another show in the main room. There was the, even at that time of night. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And uh, I, I think so. I think that's correct. But um, those shows were still going on, and they just thought, let let those shows just keep going. Oh, they didn't. We so that show did not stop. They didn't have right. no idea. They okay. were like, we don't want to panic everyone okay. because you know? the belly room is packed. You don't want people running out the front, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. freaking yeah. out and everything, yeah. Yeah, and stampeding each other. So, so they just kind of let those shows. And I think they made an announcement and said, we're going to keep the show going and just kind of did that, you know. And uh, and so then people just like, when the show was over, they just came out the way they naturally would. And then you found know. out then. Right, you know. And uh, and I think that was a wise, wise choice. I th- Like really, other than if they had captured the guy, I think they did everything right that yeah. they could do for... You know, a big club for the venue that they were at. Yeah, let me ask you. you know, it sounds kind of interesting. Was it kind of like almost surreal in the fact that okay, pop, 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 this happens. Mm-hmm. Bike cops, they're pretty. It is sunset, so things probably happen very quick too, right? Like, so yeah. the, the paramedics probably got there pretty quick because there's enough yeah. right in that area. Probably worked on them, took them away. Like, it was a, probably a very short period of time where all. And the next thing you know, it's just like whatever happened. That's been moved away from the scene, except for the memory of it. Is that how it did it happen that right. fast? Yeah, yeah. Like you, you. I I went to the store just kind of to support two days ago, and uh, y- there's no trace of it. You know, yeah. And uh, like to to give you an example of how quick the response time is on Sunset. A couple years back, me and Duncan Trussell and Stephanie Escajeda 
we're walking down the street, and like you said, I uh, oftentimes I am present when weird yeah. <laughs> shit happens. We're walking down the street. A guy who looked very Michael Bay-esque was uh, walking his dog. I looked down at the dog, and this was before I had heard that you're not supposed to look a dog in the eye. I had never heard that in my life. And I look the dog in the eye. The dog does not like it, sees it as a sign of aggression, and lunges at me. And so I put my arm up, and it bites me on the elbow like as hard as it can. And it's, like, latched on. And I go, God damn it. And so the owner yanks the dog off, and it, like, kind of rips a little Ah. flesh as he yanks it off. And he goes, sorry. (laughs) And, like, keeps walking. That's it? Yeah. and, uh, And Duncan and Stephanie are like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, let's just go. And they're like, we got to get you checked out. I was like, nah, fine. And they're like, no, we really got to get, get someone looked at. looked at. And so they flagged down one of the bike cops within about a minute of that happening, of them getting that first bike cop, two fire engines, Jesus, two cop cars, about four more bike cops wow. all show up. I've got saline on my arm. The cops are like, the, the, the yes. suspect is uh, blah, 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 you know, wow. and all that shit. Within five minutes, they they're like, the we've got the guy. He's down at the other end. And, I, and they were like, you're going to come down and ID the guy <laughs> with, the, with the dog. <laughs> Jesus. And, and, and I'm like, I don't know if I want it. They're like, well, we need you to come down and do that. And so I'm like, okay. And then Duncan is looking at me with like these pleading eyes. And I'm like, can my friend ride with us in the cop car? <laughs> <laughs> to the ID and they're uh, like yeah that's cool and the cop who takes us goes oh first I have to do a check and he goes like up into the hills a little bit and gives us like a tour he's like that's Johnny Depp's house you know and like keeps what like takes us fuck? to a few different weird celebrity houses bizarre to, tour to make sure that was there a red safe? van with no top on it you were really on a Hollywood <laughs> tour that's yeah, TMZ guys but yeah, he was like, I guess he had to check and make sure the celebrities were safe. And then, Before you identify yeah. the guy with the mad dog. <laughs> well, let him wait. Exactly. Fuck that guy. Yeah. That's their thinking yeah. is, right? And so we get there, and I'm expecting to like just get out of the car, look at the dog, and go, have it destroyed, and then get, <laughs> get back in the car. <laughs> you know, and like, like all of a sudden, you've been given all this power. Yeah, that's just what I thought was supposed to happen. And I get out, and I've got like my accusatory finger ready. up, ready, ready to go. And um. And the dog gives me the look like, like <laughs> hey, sorry, I didn't, man. I didn't know. I, I'm I'm owned by a coked up asshole. Clearly, yeah. this isn't my fault, you know. And so I'm like, just let me know if it got its shots and all that stuff. And they're like, okay. And so they they're like, you don't want us to like to have the dog destroyed or whatever. Oh, and I was Jesus, like, no, no, no. What kind of person? I was like, am no, I, I can't. No. Yeah. And uh, so they're like, okay, we'll 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 make sure he got tested and everything. And so. They they did and they contacted me like a few weeks later and they were like yeah that dog's fine and everything so yeah, the owner's and still an asshole I don't have rabies or whatever and I didn't press charges or anything but oh uh, look at that but it was uh, but yeah that's the response time on Sunset is quick. real quick there's a lot yeah. of shit going down I mean when we yeah. were, in '99 like to early 2000s there was a lot of like. They didn't want people wearing jerseys and backwards hats and shit. Like there were yeah. just gangs coming out of what was the coconut teaser or whatever it was, just lying down the street. And like, I remember waiting in yeah. one of those lines to go into a club, 
while rolling, just like me and my buddy are like, we were the only two white guys in line. We were like, <laughs> all right, man, this club should be all right. And like dudes were looking at us like, you crazy motherfuckers. What are you doing here? And I was like, we just want to dance and take drugs. And <laughs> this car pulled up. They go, someone called me Red. And I was like, what's up? I go right to the car. I'm like, what's up? Lean in the window. It's just yeah. like five dudes smoking a huge blunt. They're like, you want any of this? I'm like, yeah, sure. So I'm smoking a blunt with them on Sunset. And nice. they're like, they're like, what the fuck are you doing here? And I'm like, hanging out, man. And they're like aggressively hitting on women. And me and my friend are like, you know what? Maybe we should just get out of here. <laughs> It was really weird, but that. But yeah, sunset, now it's yeah. like a no cruising zone. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah. one of the only places where they're allowed to do that. Where they're like, nope, you can't cruise here. Yeah, if you drive you by know. more than two times. Yeah, even though that's I drive by looking for parking like nine thousand times. Yeah, I'm not cruising, just trying to get out of my yeah, car. I think they know the difference. Yeah, of an angry white <laughs> guy punching like, his steering wheel. I will say one thing that's interesting to me about what what took place yeah. is that you know the comedy store for years is you know. Uh, my years, yeah. Um, it would I would have pegged the, the the years previous to this most recent guy taking over management and actually running it the way he does and having yeah. it change in the bigger audiences. Yeah, it's the, a, it's it's so such a different improved. place. Yeah, so it, it's it seems so against the grain of what. It is now. Now, granted, yeah. the patio is also different than what it once was way back in the day as right. well. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, if I would have pegged it to happen, I would you have, have I, thought it would have the happened early 2000s in the is previous what I reign. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, you would have thought it, that would have been the thing that put an end to Tommy. Right. Yeah. But yeah. The, I mean, this is also, I mean, but it's, I, it's, I a totally random, it's a random thing that it's happened. A, and I like totally you said, agree. And I, and I saw him, the, the current manager that night, <laughs> and, and it was kind of like he had that disappointed sort of like that's course, not what you want to be of known course for he was yeah. sad about you know what happened and everything but at the same time it was like it's such an uphill battle and he was yeah. working so, so hard much to turn, to turn that it club around. around yeah and then something like that happens and i was like this place is gonna bounce back yeah it's yeah. it's a guy jumped off the roof right next door, next door. to get stage time this this will pass yeah you yeah. know and that kind of cheered him up a little bit but it was like you know i, I felt really bad for him because it was like the the guy really has worked to improve the club and it's so much it's it's always been i think a fun experience for comics but it was finally a fun experience for the audience yes yeah you know what i mean yep yeah oh of course and and it it wasn't always a fun experience for comics i mean when i first started going there i felt like a complete outsider everyone scared the shit out of me and everyone was mean Right, you know what I mean, and I'm, I know I sound like a fucking baby or pussy no, or whatever, but, but like, that, I just that vibe is gone. I didn't. Fi- oh, it's way gone. Yeah. But I didn't fit into. There was like a couple of small clicks. I didn't fit into those, and ever. Yeah. And for the most part, like people were nice. They were cordial. They, no one was like, "Get out of here, Red." They were, uh, yeah. But but it was like it took a while before it was like I could go there and feel accepted and like. I would say I there's still out. some of that. Like yeah, uh, there, there's always going to be a little of yeah, that. Yeah, but comics. you're going to get that anywhere. Yeah. But now it's like. It's kind of like the Plunko game, you on know, prices right? on prices, right? Where it's like, you go there and you get bounced around a lot, but eventually you end in the slot you're supposed to, right? Right. you know, right. and you're like, oh, okay, there's this group that digs me here. Yeah, or I, I like these people. I yeah. yeah. doesn't matter what these people are doing. Yeah. It's a lot like high school in that way, I guess, yeah. you know, <laughs> which is, which is kind of something that bothered me originally was like, yeah, dude, I'm fucking in my late twenties. I don't really want to be in high school anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And and when you think about it, like most people that get into comedy are people that had a rough time in high in school. In high school, yeah, you know? yeah. And so when they're suddenly at the top of the heap, yeah, it's like they're, fucking they're kicking yeah, everybody like, down the hill. Oh, you forgot what it was like on the other side of this, yeah, cocksucker, yeah, asshole. <laughs> you know. No, but I, yeah, I so. hear you. 
I know we got to wrap it up, but I, I, this is this is a, a question that uh, I want to ask you. Okay, is because of the, the craziness of, of violence that has surrounded your life has it has it impacted you in any way in the way you see things? Like I, I, again, I'm not saying, oh, Mike, are you a, a anti gun guy? That's not what I mean per se. As much as like you see yeah. these things, and how does that shape you as far as you're like, good God, people of this world? Like, well, it's it's funny. To me, I guess, probably not to most people, but that I collect comic books, I collect action figures, I play video games, uh, I go to the movies all the time. Almost all of my life, I would say about 75% of my life is escapism and fantasy. And for some reason, I'm able to distinguish the two. Right. Mm -hmm. Make believe and reality. I am not a very violent person, as you know. I don't, I've never been in trouble, like, for uh, violent crime or anything like that. And yet, people that have guns and people that, like, have access to weaponry all the time and uh, tend to live their lives as though there are no consequences. <laughs> and, you know, and, like, if if we were to go by the body count of video game characters for me right it, it would rival the craziest right. madman of all time right you You're know the hitler of video games exactly <laughs> you know but like in real life i'm just not like that and i think you know they say all this stuff about like you know oh you know violent video games are what's ruining america and it's like it might not be it might be just the opposite it might be keeping a lot of people in check that might otherwise be terrible people All right you know and but i don't think that because if you didn't have you know, video games i don't think you'd be walking around you know beating up hookers for i think i might i'd need some sort of outlet for frustration because it's very much that you yeah. know uh i i think you can't get into comedy unless you're someone who sees what's wrong with things you know what i mean yeah and i see that all the time and i get frustrated i i freaked out on the freeway when i saw that the exit to here was closed was, was closed oh I man that flipped oh, it out in my car i flipped the fuck out and it was like all you gotta do is go down a mile and do yeah, a U-turn. Like, one, mile, one mile to do a u-turn yeah, not a big deal and i was ready to i was like i could plow into these guys right now <laughs> and I was like, you know like uh, i'll teach them to fix do, do to your fix job the will freeway, you i'll show you, know? you. and but you know but there was that part of me that kicks in that was like, no, there's real consequences. Yeah, to, you do to that, you're not going to be making this awesome podcast. Like and and yeah, that's the thing you know. is, you know, I, 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 again, like like every incident that happens, people get really yeah. riled up. The gun control thing comes up, and and you kind of touch on a point I, that I believe is that it's a culture change. It's got to be a culture shift. It's not yeah. just the gun itself. It's the fact that people feel that, that some of the people yeah. that get the guns in their hands think that that's a solution to the problem. Yeah. And, 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 and the more dangerous the gun, obviously, the more damage it can do. Right. That's when it gets scarier. So it's like, it's, it, it's, I don't blame the video games either. Right. I think video you know. games are, are violent, but yeah. I don't think that people that play violent video games, are that's violent. a direct relationship right. to them wanting to go get a gun and spray people. I right. don't. I think, I think a, culturally, we're, we're, as Americans, we're obsessed with guns. And, we, yeah. and, and the more obsession we have, the greater the chances are it's going to get in the hands of the wrong person. Yeah. That's going to use it to solve their problem, like that guy at the comedy store goes. Exactly. I don't like you, but, but I know how to solve this problem quick and easy. Yeah, in his like mind. right now, or he I was don't, hired or sent. 
But the point is, he still used that gun for one purpose and one purpose only. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, I don't currently have access to a gun. I mean, I do to an extent. I could find someone who could get me one. Sure, sure. we all could. Los Angeles. But I don't have direct access to one right now. So if I have problems with someone... It's going to take at least a week before I could use a gun. And then, are, 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 are you, <laughs> you going to be mad anymore? Are you going to care? Yeah, and by then it's like, like, oh, yeah. How much is the gun? $600. Yeah, how much do I don't like this person I never haven't talked to for two weeks? Yeah, I'm not saving up $600 to kill this asshole. No, I'm going on vacation. Yeah, My favorite thing is when I stop, and I don't like you anymore, I just stop talking to you and I avoid you. I'm done with you. How about goodbye? You're dead to me, literally. I can I can kill you without killing you. Yeah, I can. I'll find some way to embarrass you later on. Like there, there's so many you. more fun things you can do than shoot somebody in in real life, yeah. you know, that are so much worse, you know. So yeah, yeah, I was just curious about your perspective, just because of where you came yeah, from, the things that you've had to go through. My perspective yeah. on it, yeah. yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, I appreciate you coming in. And yeah, thanks for having. Sharing I feel the story. like we, we we talk so much about other stuff. We might not have talked enough about you. Oh um, no! Well, that, but that is him. I mean, yeah, we talked plenty about me. Yeah, I, you know that. That's pretty much. That's all the good stuff. All the rest <laughs> of it's like pretty sad and boring. <laughs> what uh, wh- he knows the difference between ramen flavors. He can tell you like <laughs> a taste test. Yeah, it's like no, that one's beef. That's beef. <laughs> the uh, um, where can people find you? Uh, at Mike Black Attack for pretty much everything: Facebook, okay. Instagram, all that sort of stuff. Awesome. Perfect. Got any shows coming up you want to promote? This will be Halloween. I'll be at the Comedy Store tonight. Okay. Uh, well, this will come out around Let's Halloween. Let's just assume that whatever oh, okay. day this comes out, that uh, was tonight. <laughs> oh, uh, Halloween, actually. Uh, I will be at Stanley's Kamikaze uh, doing a show there on Sunday. So come check me out there if you're in town. Which uh, and we'll wrap it up this way. If I'm not mistaken, you used to you had a, you had a show at the Improv and you got to meet Stan Lee. Correct? I did. Yeah, that was great. That the guy was fantastic, like because he found out. Did he, somehow he found out what you were doing or something, and he decided to participate. Yeah, we. You can tell this. We'll wrap it up with this story. Yeah, it's cool. basically, uh, at the time I was with uh, management that had pull, and uh, <laughs> they were like, "Well, who's who's your dream guest?" And they thought I was going to ask for like, you know, Brad Pitt or some crazy, yeah, no. something like that. I was like, "Well, Stan Lee would be the number one," and they were like. And one of the assistants there was like, who? Oh. <laughs> and, and the head of the company goes, he's probably responsible for more box office than Walt Disney. Yeah. And and he was like, I think we could actually make that happen. And so they called him up, and he left an answering machine message, and it was clearly his voice. And I was like, this is great. Wow. And so uh, he saw me do stand-up. He told me I was really funny, and like, and I got to introduce him, and we gave him like an award or something. And Dude, that's awesome! It was so much fun, and and he's like such a funny guy on his own. He's like kind of a carny, you know, in in that way. And like <laughs> the waitress at the comedy store, he was like, uh, "I'd like a root beer," and she goes. Oh, we don't have root beer. And he goes, I'm out. He goes, I wore my best members only jacket for this and my finest toupee. And you don't you don't have root beer. And, so As you're- she, and she was like, I'm so sorry. And he goes, then lemonade. And so he was just so cool, you know. Nice. It was fun. It was a real I still milk the picture I have of him. It's like and what's funny is like the in the picture I had hair and it was like hundred pounds lighter and stuff. And I'm still like, ah, see? What See, I did? Look, look. <laughs> uh, this wasn't recently, was it, Michael? Oh, uh, no. Uh, They're like, you don't look as, as, like you've been poisoned in this picture. <laughs> you, look, you look like a normal person. <laughs> 
Oh, that's awesome. Thanks, Mike. Thanks well, again for thank coming Thank you for in. coming out, dude. We really appreciate you doing the show. Thank you guys for having me. Mike Black Attack, guys. Check them out. Thank you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually at John Huck and myself, Brian Irwin, at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly, HollywoodAnonymousGuys at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> <laughs>